0: he is out for the season he suffered a torn acl in a team workout today hey guys doc mirza here i'm an orthopedic surgeon private practice in the bay area uh i know you guys have heard about jarek mckinnon's injury and it's uh, brutal for all of us in the Bay Area, especially all these uh, 49er fans. And I just wanted to share with you what I know about ACLs, the kinematics behind the injury, recovery, and uh, what uh, Jarek McKinnon's going to expect over his uh, recovery over the next 6 to 12 months. Yes, he's out for the season, but have faith, he will be back. Alright, so ACL injuries, how do they happen? So. We know that it typically happens in a number of different mechanisms, but the commonest is non-contact pivot injury. Now, what does that mean? That means non-contact. No one was around you. It's actually sometimes an awkward, embarrassing injury because you're kind of running and you may just move for the ball and then all of a sudden you go down and you scream like a banshee. What is a pivot injury? What is a non-contact cutting maneuver that leads to this? So basically, You're going in one direction, it's eccentric loading, so that means muscles are contracting in different directions, and you load, rotate, shift, and something doesn't move. So basically, you land, and you suddenly move. And when you do that, there are moment arms happening, and moments are just forces, forces, ground reaction, uh, torsion, rotational uh, kinematics, because You have to remember, the knee is a three-dimensional joint. Yes, it's like a hinge, but it also rotates, and pivots, and abducts, and adducts, and so it's very important to understand all the dynamics. You basically land, typically in about 25 degrees of flexion. You'll land like this, and then what happens is you get eccentric loading, so that means there's loading contraction and lengthening at the same time. So that means you're landing and then the tibia, the lower leg, compared to the femur, the thigh, will go forward. And your quads are typically super strong. I know you've seen all the athletes' quadriceps. They're super strong. So they load, their quadriceps is really strong, and they move so quickly and so fast, they just want to go. And so what happens is they land 25 degrees of flexion on average for non-contact injury. The tibia shifts forward. And then what happens is that you get an abduction. So, this is abduction, this is adduction. So, you land at 25 degrees flexion. Even if you land straight, suddenly it, it drops to 25 degrees. So, you land like this abduction, the tibia is going forward, your legs going like this. Then, all of a sudden, based on the movement arms, the tibia internally rotates. And so, all of a sudden, you get this shift happening. And, Jarek, I did not see uh, your play. I couldn't find any video of what actually happened. All I heard was that it was an awkward stumble, cutting in the air, no contact, and that's probably what happened. Do you want to see what it looks like up close inside your knee? Come on, don't be queasy. So before I show you the gross stuff, this is your knee. This is a model of your knee. Kneecap in front, kneecap right here. This is your tibia, tibia. Fibula is the small bone, that's on the outside, it's the little bump over there. Femur is your thigh bone, that's right here, okay? Tibia is out of the way, and this is you moving, okay? That's me bending the knee back and forth, okay? You got it? Okay, let's go. Again, femur, tibia, kneecaps out of the way. Okay, what's inside? ACL, in the back, your posterior cruciate ligament. Different talk, different injury. We're talking about this anterior cruciate ligament. Lateral meniscus here, that's the semilunar cartilages out here that are additional secondary restraint cushions for the knee joint. Medial meniscus here medial collateral ligament over here and lateral collateral ligament over there, okay? So knees like this, it can rotate, it can bend, hyperextend, it can do all sorts of fun stuff. Remember, three-dimensional kinematics going on in the knee. ACL injury, okay, we're gonna go slowly, then we'll go fast, and then we'll do some slow-mo, okay? Here we go. You land, 25 degree flexion, abduction moment arm, internal tibial rotation, okay? Do it again, boom, 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 boom. All right, so this is from the side, okay? So you're gonna see the pronouncement of how much the tibia leg moves relative to the thigh bone than uh, the distal femur. All right, so just just watch and don't worry, um, don't get queasy. Um, We'll have a slow-mo afterwards, and and you can just imagine all the rest. Okay, so you land, 25 degrees of flexion, ground reaction force when you land, tibia goes forward, you have abduction happening, a lot of force on the lateral conda, and then internal tibial rotation. Do you see that meniscus? And this is your ACL that ruptures and more often than not this meniscus goes out. So let's see that again. Now you have an ACL injury. What are we going to do about it? So the good thing is that we have great treatment options for this and right now for pro athletes gold standard bone tendon bone autograph, ACL ligament right there. Okay, This thing that is the one that gets torn. Will an ACL heal? A lot of people trying to do that, but right now, as of today, 2018, current technology, ACL ligaments do not heal based on the best level one evidence out there. And the treatment of choice, especially for pro athletes, young, high level activity pro athletes, is bone tendon bone autographed. What does that mean? So. Down here, the ligament's torn, but we have to replace it with something. So we do a reconstruction. We have to make a bone tunnel in the femur, a bone tunnel in the tibia, and we basically put a bone plug here, dock it down with the ligament or tendon, which is the reconstruction option, in between with another bone plug over here. So essentially what we're doing is we are replacing the torn ACL. So what we're doing is replacing the ACL and for orthopedic surgery, it's called reconstruction. We essentially reconstruct what was there with something from another part or from the tissue brain. Autographed for your own tissue, allograft from the tissue bank. All right, now, what does that mean to Jarek McKinnon? All right, so I'm sure he is going to have the surgery or probably already having it for all we know. He just injured it this weekend, he is, more than likely gonna have a reconstruction. If he has a lot of swelling and can't bend the knee very well, typically we wait. Because if you get early reconstruction on a stiff knee, you get a worse outcome. So we may have to wait. Don't worry. It's a long-term rehab. Short, but long. What does that mean? Surgery, say, let's say he has surgery Tuesday. Surgery Tuesday it's gonna take six to eight weeks for the bone to consolidate to the bone. That means that he can push the knee a little bit more. Light jogging, maybe do some running, two to three months. Three months, he can start doing running. Six months, he can go into practice, training, and he's definitely doing all sorts of three-dimensional proprioceptive kinematic retraining, as well as increasing what's most important, and that is his confidence in his knee. That's the toughest part, the mental game. Why is it tough? Because you just blew out your knee. You lost a bunch of nerve endings. Your proprioception, which is your ability to know where your knee is, relative to space. So that means if you're going here, you know your knee is here because your brain, nerve fibers, spinal cord, connective tissues, muscles, nerve endings, and feedback fibers are all telling you, hey, this is my knee, This is there's some tension here, muscles need to be contracted here, this is what's happening. Proprioception, it needs to be retrained. Muscle strength needs to come back. So all of these things need to happen. So will he be back next season? He should be. But there's a lot of hurdles along the way. He needs to get the bone to heal, the tendon, the knee. He needs to rehab. He needs to strengthen. There's a lot of things that need to happen. Now, what happens? Muscle atrophy and the disconnect between your brain and your muscles in terms of how they're moving in the joint relative to your body. All of that takes time, okay? We know that nerves are plastic. There's plasticity in our memory. There's plasticity in our nerve, muscle, fibers, joint kinematics. We know we can redo it. However, there are some things we haven't been able to do. And that is that no matter how good our reconstruction is, there's always some altered kinematics. That means we're never walking 100% like we were before the reconstruction and maybe these top-end athletes, I hope you do Jarek, can retrain themselves to a point where you can't even tell that they had the reconstruction. But usually, even in the pro athletes, oftentimes what they say is it's not until two years they really feel that confidence in the knee and they start forgetting about that injured knee. They'll have the surgery, they'll start physical therapy for moving it right away, they'll start strengthening, they'll get them rehabbed right away, but Strength takes a while, proprioception takes a while, but he'll be back. The toughest part is the mental game, okay? I know you have it in you, all right? Have faith in your knee. Learn to relax your muscles as you strengthen them. Rebuild your confidence. It comes from here, okay? So understand this, you will get better. Niner Nation, he will be back.